Hello and welcome to Chicken for Breakfast, the podcast where I talk about the basic fundamentals of life in perspective to, well, me. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Magic. Happy Monday. Thanks for tuning in today. If this is your first time here, welcome. We definitely enjoy having you. If this is not your first time here, thank you for choosing my voice yet again. Regardless, though, you guys are amazing. You guys are the reason I keep doing this. I'm doing it for me. I enjoy making it, uh, but I enjoy it even more when I see that other people are enjoying the content that I'm creating. So whether it be your first time or not, again, thanks for tuning in, and let's hop right into things. So last week, we talked about decision-making and a great way to organize our thinking when making decisions. And the biggest takeaway from that is to make decisions that you're happy with and make decisions that you want to make. Don't make decisions for somebody else. You, no one else can make the decisions for you, only you can. And we went over how to, how to determine what decisions were correct. But I also put a poll up on my Spotify uh, for you guys to answer. And the question was, what is the hardest decision you've ever had to make? We only got one reply, uh, but I'd like to read that to you because I think it is a very powerful reply. This reply comes from Josh. I had to drop the ones I called friends who never really supported me. Realizing this made me shrink my circle to the real ones. I'm so much happier now without that negativity. Life is great. Smiley face. First of all, Josh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for interacting with me. I'm I'm very glad about that. Uh, But ultimately, I'm really I'm really glad that your life is going great and that you're happy with your decision. Uh, you made it you made a decision to cut negativity out of your life and especially with friends, that can be very challenging. Um, so thank you so much. I'm glad that you made the right decision and uh, that takes a lot of takes a lot of guts. So thank you for sharing. We definitely appreciate that, man. So today what we're talking about is being alone. And there are really good things about being alone and there are some bad things about being alone. There's actually a lot of different interpretations for the word alone in general. Uh, But what we're going to be talking about today is my view on the word alone. Um, And I I do think that everyone needs to be alone at some point in time. And we'll kind of get into that here in a moment. Uh, But just as a little bit of a background, you guys probably know that I I moved up here from my hometown. uh, And I do, I live in an apartment. I live alone. And I think it's one of the best things that could have happened to me. And I'm very lucky uh, that my parents taught me, you know, the basic stuff like how to do laundry, how to do dishes. And, you know, they held me accountable for my actions as a kid. And they told me specifically that there would be a time where I would I would be alone and I would need to know this information. And, you know, as a teenager, it's like, yeah, okay, I bet I will, whatever. And you kind of roll your eyes and you shrug it off and you complain about the chores. But guess what? I'm an adult, I live alone, and all of those things that my parents told me I would need, I did need. And some of it does come, most of it does come from my parents. Uh, Some of it comes from scouting, and, you know, there's just a lot of things that I've had in my life that have prepared me for the real world, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, I'm really glad that I I wasn't super entitled to things, because working for everything has taught me that life is not easy, and life is not free, and we got to earn what we want. And that goes the same for just being alone. You know, you got you to gotta make it. And I'm a college kid. Yeah, I eat ramen, but I love cooking as well. So I enjoy making actual food, and I do. I make actual food a lot, and I don't live off of ramen simply because it's a life skill that I learned. So life skills 
are important, but today we're talking about being alone and what that looks like. So it goes without saying that the definition of being alone is having no one else around. And I think that there's different forms of loneliness. So bear with me as I try to explain this. So I think that there's different forms of being alone. I think that there's a, a, an isolation being alone where it's like a worldly kind of thing where you're an outcast and you're an introvert and you don't really like, you feel like you're alone in the world. And as I know this feeling, it really sucks. I know that it's a real feeling and that's one form of being alone in my opinion. Another form of being alone is not having a specific person to rely on, whether it be friends, a significant other. I think that there's a form where you know that you can rely on the world, but you don't really have that one person to connect with and rely on. And the last kind of alone is I feel like we can feel alone in terms of ourselves. I feel like sometimes we don't know ourselves well enough. And that's what prevents us from reaching out and connecting to the world or connecting to this person or connecting to this group or connecting anywhere is because of ourselves. So I feel like we can, we can be lonely to ourselves because of actions we've taken, because of things that we've done. And sometimes we just beat ourselves up so much that we can't even rely on ourselves. So those are like the three major kinds of loneliness that I view and how I kind of see it. Um, And after this quick commercial break, we're going to hop in and we're going to kind of talk about how to deal with these. Welcome back. So let's start by talking about worldly loneliness. I think that this, and I mean, I've felt this and I'm pretty sure we all have at some point where we just, we feel like we don't fit into the world or we feel like we've, we've messed up so bad that we can no longer be accepted into the world or, you know, there's just something about us that makes us so different that we don't belong here on this planet. I'm, I'm going to be completely real with you. Those are not natural thoughts. Uh, those are thoughts that are thrown into our heads because of what we're told by other people. We're all human. We all make mistakes. And those things, as, as they do have consequences, a consequence of that is not being rejected from the world. There are some things as a, as a society that we frown upon, obviously, and in some cultures, they're different than other cultures. But there is not a single person on this world that doesn't belong here. Everyone was put on this planet for a reason. Everyone is on this planet for a reason. Let me just come out by saying that if you honestly feel like you don't belong in the world and you feel alone in the world, you're not. Um, there's a lot of people who feel that way, and that's something you automatically share with someone. But whatever you're going through, I guarantee you're not the first person to go through it. No matter how difficult it is to look at it like that, no matter how difficult it can be to, I mean, it's very easy to be like, I'm obviously the only one going through this right now. But I promise you're not. Worldly loneliness is is a real problem. And I'm just, I'm here to let you know that you're here for a reason and that you do belong in the world somewhere. Might not be necessarily uh, where you where you initially thought it was, uh, or, but you fit in somewhere, I promise. And don't listen to the thoughts and don't listen to the people who tell you otherwise because those are not correct. All right, now let's talk about relationship loneliness. Let's see how I want to put this. Some people choose to be single, and that's, that's totally fine. If that's how you, some people choose that because of past experiences that they've had with exes, or some people choose that because of their religion. Some people choose that for a whole bunch of different reasons. 
and that's on them. That's totally their call. I support you 100%. Do you. Do what's going to make you happy. Some people just don't like the burden of having a relationship. Some people can't handle the responsibility uh, to look after someone other than themselves. Some people need time and space just for them. Some people, that takes a long time. I think that there's a difference between being single in a relationship and being alone in a relationship. I think that you can be in a committed relationship and still feel alone. And what I mean by that is the relationship loneliness is you have no one to rely on. And surrounding ourselves with people that we can rely on is extremely important. Like we, like we saw at the beginning of the episode, Josh saw that he wasn't surrounding himself with people who supported him. It was just a relationship. There was no whatever. So he, he felt alone in that, in that friend group. So he, he shrunk it down and he got rid of the negativity, which, again, I'm so glad that he commented that because it fits in right here in this episode as well. But I think that relationship loneliness is very common because we don't know ourselves or we don't know other people, but there's always someone that we can turn to, um, and, I, and I promise that as well. The best way to not be relationship alone is to, you know, interact with people and really, really get to know people. And if they don't accept you for you, get out of there. If they don't accept what you believe and they, they don't respect you and they don't support you, get out of there, man. Cut that negativity out. Be like Josh. I mean, relationship loneliness is, is a big thing, and I think that we confuse it with being single. Lastly, let's talk about personal loneliness. Now, this is a rough one uh, because everyone knows the feeling of being alone. And this contributes to worldly loneliness and relationship loneliness uh, because it's the biggest factor in everything. And it's a huge reflection of self-image. I think that sometimes we feel so alone because of mistakes that we've made. We feel so alone because of what we're told by other people what we're told by ourselves, our thoughts, our actions, our religion, our, our whatever it is. Sometimes we just feel like we don't fit in. We feel like we shouldn't be loved. We should be alone because no one else deserves to have us as a burden. No one else deserves to have us as this or that. Sometimes we just we feel alone because we have nobody around. And what I mean by that is I moved up into this apartment and for the first couple months and we're just now... I'm just now getting to my third month of being up here. And the first two months was rough. I mean, I was like, I don't have any friends up here. I, I don't have anyone I can really talk to. I mean, yeah, I can text people. I can call people. And, yeah, I mean, people are coming up and visiting me. That's great. But a majority of the time, there was no one around. You know, I didn't have friends. I didn't know anyone up here. I, I didn't really feel like I fit in at work. I didn't feel, I didn't feel a part of anything. And there were a lot of times that I, I felt alone just because of the absence of everyone else. The sheer definition of alone is not having anyone, and that's how I felt. And part of that was me feeling alone and then not wanting to reach out to people. And the other part of that was just how it works. See, because if you're... Castaway is a great example of this. When you're dropped on an island, right... You, you really do go insane if you feel alone. So in Castaway, the guy, uh, shoot, I'm not educated at all. I forget the guy's name, but Tom Hanks, the guy who plays the, the main character in Castaway, he tries to hang himself from a tree and he fails. He was alone and he was depressed and he was on this island all by himself, uh, but he had this ball he called Wilson. 
and he needed someone to talk to. He needed someone to, to maintain. He, he would talk to the ball, and he would take the ball with him, and he was absolutely devastated when he lost Wilson. That is a great example of why we, we need to have someone. We need to not choose to be alone. Uh, and what loneliness actually can do to us. It can drive us literally insane being alone. Uh, so personal loneliness is by far probably the worst, and it attributes to everything else. And to be completely honest, worldly and relationship loneliness come back down to that. It's just how do you feel about yourself? And bottom line is that personal loneliness comes from not being able to rely on yourself, not being able to trust yourself, not trusting that you have the skills and the abilities to do what it takes to be on your own. So real quick, let's go over why I think everyone needs to be alone. When I say that everyone needs to be alone, I don't mean like the whole mental thing where everyone deserves to feel not loved and everyone deserves to not feel that loneliness feeling. I'm talking everyone should take time for themselves to be alone. Uh, Whether it be living alone, whether it be, you know, you're in a bad relationship and you need to get out of that, you need to be alone for a while. There is something truly powerful about being alone. And that one thing is relying on yourself. If you can't rely on yourself and you can't love yourself and all of that whole self-image, self-love thing, if you ain't got you, you can't have anyone. And that's the bottom line. And I think that being alone really teaches us things. It teaches us to adapt. It teaches us to problem solve, to think for ourselves, to make decisions for ourselves. And we don't have a safety net. We don't have someone behind us who, if we mess up, they can fix it for us. It's funny because the other day someone told me that adulting was a verb. And as funny as that is, adulting isn't really a verb. It's just a natural thing. And that's why me moving into the apartment is adulting. Um, But I'm glad that I live alone because, you know, I got to keep up on things. I got to do the dishes. I got to go grocery shopping. I got to do my laundry. I got to, you know, get ready for work. I got to, it's, it's all me. I only have me. I don't have any, anything else to rely on. I can't just leave stuff laying around and it magically get picked up. I can't just have dinner when I come home from school or when I come home from work that my mom's made. Like it is, it is something truly different to honestly be by yourself. And that teaches us things. It's self-discipline and you're teaching yourself how to live by yourself. And I think there's a lot of power and there's even beauty in that. So I think everyone needs to be alone at some point in time, but no one should ever feel alone. And we do, though. And that's that's the problem is sometimes we feel alone and we let that get to us. And it brings us down and it 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 brings us down and it destroys our spirits a little bit. Um, But the three major points to get from this is that everyone needs to be alone in terms of physically. You need to learn to trust yourself and love yourself. Second point is uh, you're never alone in what you're going through, honestly. You're not the first person to be going through this, I guarantee. Even if you are, you've got people you can turn to. There's so much help. There's so much positive in the world. It's hard to see, but there's so much around us that can help us through whatever it is that we're going through. And the third point is don't feel like you deserve to be alone because of things that you've done or choices you've made. 
no one deserves to not have good mental health because of decisions or choices they've made. Trust yourself. You're never alone if you have you, and you're never alone if you surround yourself with great people. Speaking of great people, you guys, every single one of you are great. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening to the episode. I definitely appreciate you. Uh, We do have a support set up here, so if you'd like to give to that, I'd highly appreciate it. It's not required. It's an option. You guys are amazing either way. Uh, Go check us out on, we have a Facebook page. It's Chicken for Breakfast Podcast. Very simple. Uh, We have an Instagram, Chicken the Number 4 Breakfast Podcast. We have a Twitter. I believe that is the exact same as the Instagram. Uh, But go check us out on all of our social medias. They can be extremely hard to find. If you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and look at the poll down there. There should be an extended response question, and there should be a multiple choice question. Uh, The multiple choice is simply just asking how I'm doing. But uh, if you want to answer that poll and you want to be featured on the podcast, let me know. I will read what's on the poll unless you know you make a note to say not to read it and you just want to contact me through that. That's that's fine too. But you guys are awesome. Again, I can't say it enough. I feel really successful and I'm very happy with this podcast and that's all thanks to you guys. So thank you for helping me feel that way. And uh, please, I, I hope that you guys are also feeling successful and happy in your lives because that's also important to me. See you next week. Thank you all so very much again for tuning in. I'm Magic, and I hope you all join me next time when we have chicken for breakfast. Because, as weird as it sounds, I enjoy it, and I hope you all will too. Catch you later. <laughs>